It's Sex and Sarah Rose. I'm Sarah Rose, and really quick before we get into this episode, I know you may have found my podcast because you were looking for some interesting information about sex to listen to, but what you may not know is that I actually work with a lot of men to help them tap into their inner badass, have the sexual confidence that they've always desired to have, and to know once and for all that she isn't faking it. I have two distinct programs to help men. The first is for men who are ready to take the first step towards igniting their powerful sexual energy and getting better in bed. It's called Sex Stallion Training and it's an online program for you to do on your own time in the privacy of your home without a partner. This is for men that are single, in a relationship, or dating people. The second is called Man on Fire, which is the only sex university just for men. This six month program is designed to help you become the ultimate sexual master. For six whole months, you train with me in live online sessions, and I will train you to be the best lover that she has ever had. So if you want the sex secrets that every woman wish you knew, and you wish that every woman had told you, this is where they are finally revealed. Check out more info at tantricactivation.com or just check out the show notes in the podcast app you're listening to this from now, and there will be links there for you. Thanks and enjoy the show. It's Sex and Sarah Rose, and today we are talking about masculinity that has somehow become the new four-letter word. <laughs> and with me, I have Erin Hickok. Erin, so good to see you. Thank Beautiful, you. Beautiful, shining face. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I love the painting behind you and your necklace. So beautiful. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. I like how we're doing the the video now. It's fun. Yeah, I I feel like I'm even more connected to you. And I feel like in that that we're also more connected to the people who are joining us. So I'm I'm all for it. I love it. Totally agree. So if any of you are listening and haven't uh, been catching it on YouTube, go ahead and check that out. And also we will uh, put some clips on Instagram as well. But, uh, you know, always listening is a good option too. So whatever's best for you, just do it. (laughs) It's pretty much the motto here, right? Like whatever is best for you, just fucking do it. Yeah, I am totally in support of everyone honoring and caring for their needs in this moment, always to the maximum. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into it. You yeah. do you. <laughs> you do you. Pretty much, pretty much. Which I think is what leads into the conversation around masculinity. It's like, there's so, so, so much here, like way beyond what we're even going to be able to go into in this podcast. But a big thing that I'm seeing is just how in this movement towards equality and this movement towards, you know, more female empowerment, what is happening is that masculinity is now being said, you're not accepted. And men are kind of in a, not kind of, they're in a tough spot right now because there has been so much in regards to women creating their new place in society, which is amazing. I'm all for that. 
but men are haven't had that same revolution when it comes to to that gender and so men are still pretty much like some men are exploring doing different things but but mostly men are still in a lot of the same gender roles that they were previously but now they're being told that if they are in those gender roles they are toxic men Mm -hmm. and so they're in this like lose-lose situation because if they go outside of the box of traditional masculinity then they get made fun of they're ridiculed for you know being a soy boy or peter pan syndrome or like there's so many uh, metrosexual like so many labels that we have for men and it's like damned if they do damned if they don't Mm. yeah i'm i'm with you i see this the toxic part in particular it breaks my heart every time I hear toxic masculinity uh, because I think that people interpret that to mean that masculinity itself is toxic. And that's not the case at all. In fact, the issue I personally think is that we're making masculinity bad and wrong and we're confusing it with what behaviors are actually the things that are the, the issue And then the bigger thing is that this is a whole system and it's going to be confusing for everybody. And like you said, we're not going to cover this everything in today, right? And we're never going to do that in ever just one conversation, but we can unravel it by discovering like what it means for ourselves to step into our masculine role. What is the healthy masculine that uh, we honor, that we admire, that we appreciate? And then how do we as whatever gender we are, step into that for ourselves and for those around us. Yeah, I am seeing so many men that are afraid to, like there's a, there's a whole saying, which clearly we don't like, but it's just like man up, telling men to man up, right? And it's like, what does that mean? And it's not something that I say or encourage, but it's like, what does that even mean to to be a man in this, this culture, in this society? And I see so many men afraid to become men because of the abuse that they've seen other men do or that they've personally experienced from other men. Like if a man grows up with an alcohol, a boy grows up with an alcoholic father and he has trauma and that's his experience of what masculinity is. And he sees his father abuses sisters and abuses mother. He's not going to want to be that. And a lot of men are afraid to embrace masculinity because of the role models that they've had. And that is, that's trauma. Like that is so much trauma. And so then we tell these men, well, man up, you're not being a man. And they're like, I don't want to be that. And they're like, they've got so much to heal. And that's not the, the only reason men are, you know, experiencing the different things that are going on in society, but it is a big aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, when we're telling people to man up, I think like we're literally telling people to set aside your emotions, uh, set aside your own, your own self. There's this way we ask men to sacrifice themselves and, uh, yeah, like set aside the emotion. And I think that's a huge 
tragedy that we're that we're missing uh, because there's there's so much potential in that and to just set aside trauma and like act like it never happens and like to I mean even men are encouraged to not go to therapy or group things or talk about their feelings like uh, big boys don't cry like men certainly don't cry right like as Elisa's examples in in our culture but there is this beautiful there is this beautiful possibility for us to to take back what that means even though it's ironic uh, to man up is like well, what if that meant like to woman up? Uh, what if that was like, get in touch with your emotions and integrate that in, into our being, you know? I mean, I think that's what people kind of mean when they say like, man, it's like get over yourself or, you know, just do the thing that needs to be done. And clearly there's Stiff something- Stiff upper lip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, and there's something, there's something going on. And it's, it's the same- giant system culture like ways that we've set things up from past that impacts both men disowning their emotions you know and it's the same structure that is that is not satisfying to so many other people in lots of different ways but in this way that it affects you know our masculine bodied uh embodied friends (sighs) Like it, there's this this aspect where it does require doing like trauma work to do that reprogramming, especially, I mean, when we have that's in our families, it's in our families, right? And it's like, it is our responsibility to shift that. And it's our responsibility as a culture or as a, a woman or as a human to help everyone have the access to those things instead of telling them just to get over it give people, give men support too. Men have, men have crises happen in their lives, trauma happen in their lives. And it's time to make it socially acceptable for, for men to have the support. So I totally agree with all that. And then I'm also seeing that feminism is actually pushing a lot of the same traits as the patriarchy. So like the patriarchy has suppressed it's demonized it's invalidated traditionally feminine traits like it's basically said feminine traits are not worthy they're less than they're um if you express yourself in a feminine way then you are your second class citizen basically and so feminism which is supposed to be something to help empower women has basically told women the same thing just in another way like all right you have to deny your feminine traits in order to get ahead in order to make it in society you've got to embody these traditionally masculine traits the traits that supposedly feminism is against you know the traits of okay being hard being aggressive being pushy being um just like very focused and intense and these are types of things that you would typically associate with masculinity um clearly i'm not saying that all men are that but i'm just saying you know if you're looking at traditional stereotypes and now it's like for women to get ahead these are the things they have to be they have to deny their femininity even in feminism it is yeah it's like what are we going to fucking do about this? Because 
Well, I mentioned before, but it's a bigger, it's a bigger picture. And like you said, when we talk about patriarchy, it doesn't just affect women, it affects men and it affects us at a very deep level in like our thoughts about how we relate to things. And if we want to change that on a culture wide level, we need to create the shift in ourselves. And personally, I think that like the ideal shift is to obviously embrace both the beautiful feminine, the beautiful masculine and choose the mix like for ourselves that feels great. I love the masculine energy of doing the things and getting it done. Did I like it when I sacrificed myself and burnt myself out? And no, that is not the way that I, that it was good for me. It was like, quote unquote, like toxic for me to express that way. But for me to have a balance in my life, uh, I love that, that get it energy, the like doing the things and getting it done. And, you know, that's, it's beautiful, but we can't, you know, I don't think we should disown either of them. And I think it's weird. I think personally, I think it's even weird that we're having all these conversations that make these weird assumptions because to me it's just yeah we have it we have it it's it the key is within ourselves to embrace the things that are amazing about masculinity to embrace the things that are amazing about femininity and really just like cut the like judging and being jerks to other people all the time like just like come on Like, let's have fun already and play. It's so much better when we do that. Totally is so much better. I mean, and we, there's such an issue right now with relationships, with male, female relationships, like huge disconnect that's going on. And when you look at it in kind of these, these terms of, okay, well, we're pushing these masculine traits. We're some people are pushing certain masculine traits on men. Some people are shaming those same traits, masculine traits on men. Women are being pushed to have masculine traits, but then like, where is the, the feminine essence in all of this? If we're all embodying these same traits, how are we going to be attracted to each other? (laughs) Like, Where's the polarity? Where's the attraction? It's gone. It's absolutely gone. And like, we have to, if we're going to salvage relationships, we have to be able to, to go into women have to be able to go into that feminine place. Mm -hmm. We also have to allow men to express emotions because the best sex is one where there's connection, where there is emotion, where you're in deep intimacy with somebody and if you're not allowing men if you're telling men that if they have those traits that they're not masculine then they're not going to be able to connect in the way that women are wanting them to and if you tell women like you just have to go 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 hard 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 juggle everything all the time in order to be successful in order to be equal and accepted in society then women's sexuality gets shut down like our hormones get totally messed up from that type of pace, you know, or we don't, they're not wanting to have sex in the same way that they did. There's too much stress, too much anxiety. And people just are there. It means it's no wonder why the situation is what it is when it comes to relationship. And it's really sad. Yeah. I, man, I hear it in your voice. Even it is, it is sad how this 
cultural system reflects in our our deepest relationships with each other, our partnerships, you know, our our intimate relationships. Uh, and I I want to. You mentioned polarity earlier, and I think that that's so. I think it's so important um, that that we do that we do have that opportunity to like express ourselves uh, in, in with that that polar that polarity like with us. Like I love. Like, I mean, I personally, instead of masculine, feminine, I call it focused energy and flow energy. And I love being in both of them, uh, you know, so, so, so much. But there is something about when I'm in that, in the dynamic with another person, um, I, lo- I love being in my feminine and being cared for, like nurtured, appreciated, like, and then and then doing that for myself, but also in relationship with another and the same, uh, you know, in that same that same polarity, you know, I'll show up for work and I'll be the one who's holding the space, holding the container, keeping the meeting going, uh, you know, for because that, uh, that's the structure. That's like how I show up um, with that dynamic. So I think I mean, that's the way that I've been able at least to find creating that that polarity that that still exists it is it is uh and i think it's just knowing when when we're being what Mm, yeah and i find that sexuality is very because it is such a primal drive that we have you know our, our attraction to each other comes from billions of years of evolution to you know create to be in the way that it is right now and we do continue to evolve but evolution is slow and like you have to understand primal desire primal attraction if you want to like be able to really just flourish in a relationship and having equality in society having you know equality outside of the bedroom yes and yet in the bedroom we need polarity we need that attract that for attraction to happen and so i feel like there's such a um just does there's like in culture right now there's such a movement to really shut that down to really shut down our attraction to each other in the name of equality or being conscious or progressive or things like that. But I, I think it's doing more harm than good. And yes, we need, I'm not clearly, I say this all the time. We need equality, but in the bedroom, you've got to find a place where there is polarity. And it doesn't mean that the man always has to be dominant, uh, you know, because you can see in same sex, Uh, couples like they can they can be like two men or two women and still have polarity and attraction in their relationship right but it's something that you you develop I mean I notice typically when typically when I'm in relationship with another woman I tend to be like I like to be with women that are also very strong and empowered and there's definitely a lot of equality but I also tend to probably be like more the dominant one and that, and I don't like, it's not that I'm shutting her down or anything like that. It's just kind of the, the role that naturally tends to happen. And so I think even 
in same-sex relationships, you tend to to find that. But there's there's attraction there. It's like the the one who's like wanting to to be the initiator or like to to go for it you know to be the one that's like and I mean even with with guys I can be like that too like you know just like I want you and so I think there's also just something to uh having a lot of sexual energy <laughs> but but yeah it's just it's so triggering right now to even talk about masculinity and femininity and those triggers triggers cover deep wounds triggers cover trauma and so when you see people being triggered on the level that they're being triggered on right now about this topic it's because there is such deep pain underneath yeah, I think you're exactly right, Sarah Rose. I mean, how would there not be trauma in this system? We can see it all around us. It's like it's so obvious that it's there. Uh and yeah, I mean this this the thing that makes me excited is that there are things that we can do about it. And whatever gender, in whatever form uh, that we that we take, and I, for one, I love celebrating masculinity. Like that's probably my favorite way to participate uh, with my playful spirit is to really like celebrate the men around me, to appreciate them, to honor them. Words of affirmation, I feel like, go a very long ways. And I do, that's one thing that I really love, love to do. Look, I'm even getting like a little, like a little bit teary because I do love, I love the masculine. I love our men so much, you know, and there's, there's so many different forms of them that are, that are amazing. So that's, I mean, that's one way that I can help, um, you know, in, in my support. And I'm, would so love hearing, you know, from, from more men, men's groups or like, yeah, the men's work that, that you do, if there are like more ways uh, that men would love to feel supported, um, I would love to hear, I would love to hear that. That has me very curious. Yeah, one of my friends, because I, I, I brought this topic up this morning in a group of sex coaches that I'm a part of, they're all sex, love, and relationship coaches. There's probably a couple hundred women in the group, all women, um, but working with men, working with women, all different genders. And one of the the women, she was saying, like, she pulls people all the time on the subject. And uh, when she says, the, the first question is, um, what's the first thing that you think of when you hear the word masculinity? And she gets over and over toxic patriarchy. And it's like just the word masculinity has become associated with something so just, I don't, I, I, degrading, just like dark. I don't know the right word for it, but, but definitely not something that we're, we're excited about and looking up to, uh, at this time in, in our culture. And it's like, what about the, the good part of masculinity? What about the amazing traits of masculinity? Like the, the men that do sacrifice there's, and I think for me being a business owner, and like really working my ass off has given me a lot more respect for 
what men have done in business for a long time. And it's very hard. Like <laughs> it is nonstop. It's a ton of pressure. You have people you're trying to provide for mouths. You're trying, making sure that are being fed and like, it's, it's a lot to, to deal with that. And so like, it's definitely, I've seen, I've, I've grown to have more support for, or more appreciation for what men have gone through for a long time in regards to that, you know, the sacrifices they make in the military and then they get, they get shit on for that too. You know, it's like, <laughs> there's so much. And I'm not saying that there isn't toxic traits out there, toxic behavior by men. Clearly we see it all the time but there's so much goodness as well. Yeah, it has me think like, what if in our extreme conversations where we're like arguing with each other, what if we just took that polarity, we put it in the bedroom uh, and we just like let those conversations be and instead everybody just had like really amazing sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I'm all for that. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so this is a little bit off subject, but I'm sitting here right now and I see um, this altar that I created this morning and it's really, really beautiful and it's making me really happy. So we've talked about it a little bit on the show before, but I'm in a, um, a women's group called Creatrix Coven. And Erin, you actually are one of the ones that introduced me to it. <laughs> you told me about it. Um, and it's led by my friend, Jolie Dawn, who's such an amazing business coach. And what we're, we're working on is the energetics of money. And I love Jolie. Um, and this ties in this conversation because she is so much in her power when it comes to being in business. She's full on businesswoman, just rocking it around the world. And she is also fully embodied in her femininity. Like she is, she just, she understands feminine energy and how much power there is in that. And so I'm loving, loving the course. And we were, we're working with tarot this week and pendulums. And I have actually, I've, I've had like a couple of tarot card readings in the past, but it's not something that I've worked with myself. And so I was really excited to get my own deck. Like I've had my own Oracle decks in the past, but not tarot. And then I'd never had a pendulum before. And so this morning I went, I was like, okay, today is the day. And um, I went and there's a, a beautiful store that carries things like that. You know, all the the amazing tools we can use. And so I went in and I said to the woman, do you have any pendulums? And she was like, oh, I only have one. And I looked up and it was so beautiful and it was gold. And like, I just lit up inside and like, I just knew. And then she's like, but I do have, you know, these over here too that you can use for pendulums if you want. And I was, it was just an immediate no. Like, I'm like, that one is mine. 
So I took it down and I asked it, you know, is determining it's like, yes, no. So I said, is my name Sarah? He gave me a yes. Is my name Amber? It gave me a no. And so then I said, are you my pendulum? And it gave me a yes. And so, which I already knew. <laughs> and so then I came home and I, uh, I did the ritual and yeah, I'm really excited. I don't think I'm going to say like what the tarot told me because I feel like it's very special and I don't really want to share it right now, but I'm excited about it. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. That's so fun. Yeah. And like that for me is feminine energy, like being able to play in those realms like that, that gives me the juiciness. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love that you said that because I also love uh, altar creation. I get a similar juiciness uh, when I spend time in nature. Um, this past week, I went and swam uh, at this beautiful home uh, in Westlake that uh, had a pool with like a whole green belt in the back and with a beautiful lady goddess friend of mine. Uh, and we just, you know, hung out topless by the pool and felt the sunshine and the swim and had snacks. And it's just like that. Oh, I love that's that flow. Yeah, the feminine. Oh. It just nourishes me so much. Like I literally go home singing, which is another, actually that's another way I know that I'm, I'm doing well with flow uh, is if I'm singing uh, that. That's like an expression that comes out of me when I feel really good. Like I've gotten juiced up and I feel amazing. And then like just song comes out of me. Um, it's a really good, <laughs> good measurement. <laughs> I agree. Like I surprised myself the other night. I was laying in bed and like I just kind of started singing just some, some like I'll sing if I'm in the car and I'm like singing along with a song. But this was just something coming out of me. Like, and I was like, I was kind of surprised. I was like, wow. And I feel like being in this course and really tapping back into it. And one of the things that Jolie said at the very beginning, which was such a good reminder, is how she's like, you know, we see how women are fighting against men. They're competing against men. They're trying to one up, you know, they're very angry at men, all that. She's like, but we know there's a better way. There's another way to be a woman. And it doesn't mean that you can't still be successful in business, but you can, you can do both. You can be in that juicy flow. You can be in that sexiness. You can be in that just like the, the lusciousness of, of femininity, the, the grace and the power that comes with that. And like that, I'm so glad I decided to sign up for this course because it was exactly what I needed. Cause I had definitely been going way too much just into the focus, just into the discipline. And like, I was feeling really just kind of getting exhausted by it. And so I always know though, like I very in tune with my body and how I'm feeling about things. And I know when I need to make a shift and I was like, it's time to make a shift. And so I did it. Mm. I'm so glad that you did Sarah Rose. Jolie is just 
such a gorgeous, gorgeous soul. And uh, the people, uh, the people who are part of the community are absolutely like, I mean, magical, just completely magical, powerful, empowered, doing really amazing things in the world. I think you're, um, yeah, I think you're definitely in the right place. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, I feel it. I definitely, definitely feel it. So, and I feel like it just, it gives me when I'm working with men, especially in the Man on Fire program, because those are the guys that like I'm connected with every day. It's like, I have so much more to offer when I'm filling up myself. And like, they've even noticed, like one of the guys was like, I don't know what's been going on with you, Sarah, but you're definitely bringing it in another way. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh, that's so good. It really does. Like for me, being, being able to do the level of production stuff that I do, especially like when I'm on tour, like I must nourish that part of myself. My job is to be creative, to be creative. Like it is to be flow energy. That's actually my job. (laughs) And it is a disaster uh, if I'm not uh, handling that and nourishing the, that feminine, that flow aspect of me. And the same is true. Also, like if I get overwhelmed and I don't handle my emotions, like I mentioned earlier, like we have traumas and patterns and things that can come up. If I like go into like wanting to numb myself and like get small and like not handle my emotions and, and like not do the things that need to be done to take care of my business, like that could also get out of balance um, if I'm not having the appropriate structure uh, in my life. So it's like really, I don't know, I've, I've definitely experienced like both sides of it. I think that's why I have so much faith in us uh, that we can empower ourselves uh, and be expressed authentically in, in who we are uh, in the world because I, I have moved myself inward. And it, it, there's kind of like this pattern of like a pendulum swinging, like it gets real extreme over here and then extreme over here. But I think it's like, as we learn the ground, we begin to have more refinement for what really uh, works for us and lights us up. And thank goodness Thank goodness it takes a long while to like figure all of these things out because there's a lot of things to figure out, but it's so fun because we keep getting better. Like you said, you, you sang improvisational singing. I do that now and it fills me up with like a joy and a light that I like did not even realize, but it started years ago with just like a little tiny bit you know, at a time and it would happen. But now it's like, I actually turn on music with no lyrics on purpose so that I will be more likely to do it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) How about we play some cards? Ooh, yes. Yes. I would love for us to play cards and I have something special for us today with the cards. So in celebration of masculinity and men and manliness and just And however people like that energy, the focus, that beautiful, beautiful solar plexus energy. So I brought it today. You guys know the cards, the cards for connection and the the intimacy deck. Uh, Those are based on the chakras and the solar plexus chakra. uh, When I speak of celebrating the masculine, it's so much about the solar plexus chakra. So four, 
different cards today to choose from, from the yellow. And um, three of them, you'll notice it's not the regular card. Three of them are from the new belonging and inclusion deck, uh, which we're testing right now, which is a game that will help us actually break down all sorts of these different uh, structures that we live in through having a conversation at a time. So we have, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to touch the cards and then do you, yeah, you pick the card and then I'll go first. Okay. I'm so excited. We have not played this deck yet on the show. No, we haven't. We haven't. I mean, I do have one of the cards that we do normally play, which I like. And then I have three, uh, three. Do you want me to just pick it or do you? Yeah, you pick, you pick. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Let's go. Well, yeah, let's just do this original one. So masculinity is. So that one I actually have as my bookmark. I keep it and I look at it every day, a couple times a day. I try to read in the morning and at night. Uh, So, okay. Masculinity is whatever you want it to be. I mean, masculinity is your, it's a, a man's core essence. If he if he's in a male body, he's expressing masculinity. And so, how it how is he expressing it? Um, you know, and is it true? And is it authentic to him? Is it something that he's proud of and excited about? Is he something that's like it turns him on and he's lit up by his masculinity, or is it something that he's trying to hide from and he's ashamed of and he's confused about? I think those are the the issues around masculinity. But I really think that like there there's definitely something to just saying like, okay, I'm a, I'm a woman. And so I express these traits and therefore they're feminine. I'm a man. I express these traits. Therefore I am, they are masculine. And that is very different than, you know, the, the idea of like, these are traditional, um, you know, masculine traits or these are traditional feminine traits, but I think it gives us a lot more liberty when it comes to, just self-expression and really living our truth, um, living according to our own original essence. And I think with within that, there are certain ways that people in female bodies tend to experience the, the world, experience their emotions, experience the way they go through life different than men, people in male bodies because of, just because of our biology. And so for me, it's like, there's, there's the, the stuff that is, that is truth, that is fact, that is, these are the the physical realities. And then there's like the, the gray area, the, everything that we create around that. And it goes into masculinity and femininity as well. No wonder people get confused sometimes. <laughs> There's a lot. It's a lot. Um, you know, I want to boil this down. I'm going to actually want to make that my mission. Um, masculinity is this essence of agency, drive, choice, like willingness and forward momentum. Yeah, and it's it is uh it's power. 
and structure and form and like the satisfaction of like the actual doing of the thing. Yeah, I feel that's good for now. <laughs> the doing of the thing. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This um little little side note here. <laughs> the doing of the thing. <laughs> oh, I'm ready. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> Okay, so Erin, I've had the most um, kind of surreal experience lately. <laughs> so I have not lived in Arizona since high school, and um, I've been back for the last few months I've been here. And, you know, I haven't gone out a whole lot or met too many people because of COVID, just been pretty much quarantining. Um, but there is a that level of quarantine fatigue that tends to happen. And so I I reached that point. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I I need to I need to go out and go on a couple dates. And so when I lived here at last, I was in high school and I had a boyfriend and we would like make out in his truck and uh you should do like the high school thing. Well here I am and like twice now I found myself like making out with a guy like once up against my SUV and then the other time like in the back of another guy's truck. (laughs) I was like this is kind of (laughs) weird. I'm like is this just an Arizona guy thing? (laughs) I don't know. So Um, The second time it happened, I was like, you know, that was an interesting experience, and I'm not going to do that again. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I imagine it also was, like, really hot. So so the first time it was super hot, I was just like, oh, my God, like, here I am. It just felt like, you know, the giddy high school kind of girl again. And then the second time it happened, I was, which was literally a week later, and I was just like, I don't think I want this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The luxurious uh, sex than the <laughs> like hundred plus Arizona. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, it's like I don't know it's yeah yeah I was Um, literally like I've been around the world with like men all over the world in all places all around the world and I've literally not done the backseat of a truck since high school it was almost like this time warp (laughs) so just had to uh share that (laughs) Oh, well, you know, I always love your adventures uh, and checking things out. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I rely on you for that, Sarah Rose. And that's why I share your podcast with people because you're, you're exploring the territory. You're getting to know things and you really devoted yourself. So, yeah, like, thank you for checking out. <laughs> thank you for checking out, making out uh, in the Arizona week. Uh, yeah. 
excited to hear what comes comes next because I know that you well, are you still doing the online dating? Um, I've actually decided not to. So I had been and yeah, this uh, this last experience that I had, and it was not a negative experience, but it just wasn't, it's not what I want. And I'm like, you know, I've been exploring and like, I, ha- I had a lot of personal growth actually doing the online dating. Like it was really, um, it was, in a lot of ways, it was so good and so much of my like exploration and I've met some amazing guys and women both. I've had some great sex with people, but I just kind of feel like, nah, I'm not there, but I'm also a total Gemini. So, um, by next week I could change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, sometimes we change our minds. I think that that's just nature uh you know things things change definitely <laughs> yes. oh, God. okay you have another card oh i do oh yes i do all right let's jump right in men who inspire me are blank blank and blank men who inspire me are blank Okay, so my dad definitely inspires me. Uh, He is so, so good to me uh, and to my mom and to my grandmother. He's really, he's a very, I was very fortunate to have a very positive example of masculinity in my life and still do. There's a leak in my bathroom, and so he's going to be tearing out everything and replacing it. Yeah. He comes and he takes my car every weekend and washes it and fills it up with gas. Like, I mean, (laughs) what man does that? Wow. Yeah. So he's really amazing. One of my cousins has an incredible husband. He is just like, he's the guy that he's always looking for a way to serve. Like he is on the lookout. How can I help? Um, And like, I just, I'm so happy for my cousin that she has such an amazing husband. Like he's really, really a good guy. So in love with her. Just takes great care of her, adores her. She's, and she totally deserves it. So, um, and then, hmm, what, what specific is it? Uh, who I admire or look up to? Who inspire me? Who inspires me. Um, mm, third one. That's, it's pretty rough actually. <laughs> I will say like as a group, the men in my man on fire program, mm. they are men that are really going for it. Like they are full on going for it and they absolutely 100% inspire me. Awesome. Yeah, man on fire. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Men who inspire me are. Yeah, men who inspire. So I'm gonna say first, uh, I have a really amazing housemate who inspires me when you talked about your friend's husband. Um, or you, is your sister's husband? Uh, my cousin. Cousin's husband. There we go. Um it reminded me of my housemate who really just has a heart of service. 
just so always, always wanting that for everyone around them and just really like showing up very practically um, in that way. Like, every, like without being asked, just like wants to, like really genuinely wants to. Yeah, so he's, he's super amazing uh, housemate uh, and a man who inspires me. Um, another man who inspires me is, I want to say my dad also, something specific about him that really inspires me is his devotion to reading to kids. Uh, and his, oh yeah, it's also devotion to service. Haha, <laughs> notice that. That's beautiful. He has read to two different elementary school classes. He did it for like 13, 14 years uh, in Minnesota where he was living until he moved to Portland. But the way that he would sh just show up every single week um, for two classes to read a book to them and then also a session to help a younger, like a kid who's struggling to read, learn to read. Like 13 years of devotion for other people's kids. And also he volunteered at my sister's church, which was not even his church, every single Saturday for more than 10 years. So wow. like that is like, wow, like that is such incredible, incredible devotion. Um, and I guess I'll say the last one. The last one is just, I'm just going to say it for, for any time I just see a dad like loving his kids. It just makes me so, 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 so happy, like sharing joy and play with them, uh, especially when I see them honoring the emotions of their kids. Like I know that it takes work to break these chains of the, the systems that we're, we're part of. It really does take a, a conscientiousness moment by moment again and again and again. Uh, so especially when I see that, uh, a dad who lovingly cares for like a four-year-old and is in curiosity, playfulness, uh, and is really connecting with their child. That is just like, it, it heals my heart in a way that is like, uh, just, yeah, inspired. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so beautiful. That's that good. That yeah. is good. Good cards. Thank you. Yeah, these are, yeah, that's the new belonging deck. Ah. <laughs> oh, we should put a link in the show notes. Um, oh, yeah. Want to come play test? Because um, you're doing the Monday night with one with us where we're going to play test the cards in the belonging deck that are more around like sexuality and gender and relationship. So well, I'll make sure and get you a link. Okay, cool. Put awesome. Put in there. Um, do, okay, so we have two more cards. Okay. Let's do, um, so let's do this one. In all honesty, this one feels a little bit heavy, but it, we're doing the show about it. So, <laughs> um, men have been asked to sacrifice themselves. Why? Yeah, I mean, men def like there's um, all the studies showing how you know men have they die earlier, die like die younger. It's a lot of them, it's in service. It's in service to the military and service to the police department or the fire department, things like that, um, where they're on the front lines. They're less likely to take care of themselves, to go to the doctor when they need to go to the doctor. They're, you know, they're told they need to just be strong and tough it out and it's weak to get help. And so they've really been sacrificed and in a lot of areas like that. 
historically men were shamed if they chose to not join the military. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's just, um, there's a lot, there's a lot on men to uh, show up and perform in certain ways. And so I, I think that, you know, I'm grateful for the men that, that willingly choose to do that. And I, like, I think that they should be honored. There should be gratitude for what they do for society. Yeah. Yeah. So much. I'm so with you. What's well, funny. So, and when I'm looking at this card right now, I'm thinking about um, the ways that we use the word sacrifice. And it's interesting because I've not liked the historically, I've not liked this word um, because there are these ways that we're talking about right now. I very much agree with what you're, you know, what you're talking about. And even actually I could even expand like on the front lines, there's like, there's people also who are just like unspoken on the front lines. Like, especially there's masses and masses of men who uh, do construction, who drive vehicles or like work in warehouse, like all these, all these people who are doing this to support our entire society and their families, like in the system that we have right now. So sorry, I just want to shout out for, for those men. But I think what's something that's beautiful and I'm just noticing about this word is that I've also shifted my thought of sacrifice. And now when I think like we talked about building an altar earlier, um, there's a way of like giving something up or like giving something um, like as an offering willingly. That's like a different kind Well, it is, it's the same kind of sacrifice, but it's like the beautiful part of it is that there's this willingness uh, and this knowingness that what they're doing is contributing to greater than themselves, which despite the the tragic the circumstances that we're in right now where there's a lot of situations of trauma and things, um, the way that men have continued to show up and women, but this show, you know, it's really about men and the sacrifices that they've been really willing, willing to make. Um, I really appreciate that. And I welcome us to contemplate um, if there's sacrifices that we might be unwilling to make uh, moving forward, if there's some things that perhaps we can stop sacrificing parts of ourselves that really want to be alive uh, and reclaim, yeah, reclaim that. Yeah, I mean, men have sacrificed feeling They've sacrificed their emotions. They have sacrificed intimacy and connection for the patriarchy, really, you know, to show up as the, the, the man that they're supposed to show up as. And it doesn't mean that those ways that they're showing up, that there's, they're bad or there's anything wrong with that, but they've, they've sacrificed being able to be more than that. Yeah, there's, I mean, that's the thing about patriarchy it is disempowering to everyone. Uh, that's the, that's the thing. It's not that men made the patriarchy and they should be punished for it. Um, humans, uh, well, we could get, go into a whole other structure of like this human construct, but the good news, we don't even have to do that because uh, we can just empower ourselves 
in the structure that we currently have really embody the things that are amazing about masculinity you know, and that polarity that exists between masculinity and femininity and just really, yeah, own it in ourselves and choose the things that we do want to sacrifice and the things that we, that we're no longer, we're no longer willing to do that. Yes. That's exercising choice, which is one of my favorite things about masculine energy is choosing. It is choosing and doing it. (laughs) Doing the thing. (laughs) Ah, so we're three cards in. Ooh, it's even got me wiggly. Thank you. Ooh. <laughs> I like your wiggles, Erin. <laughs> Thank you. I love to wiggle and giggle. It is like some my beautiful femininity that I love when I'm expressed. It's like, uh, imagine a world full of that. Men would love that. And men would love that. Wouldn't men love that? Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) If all the women were like, oh, yay. Like, oh, things are, come on. It's so much better than uh, oppressive systems that keep (sighs) people down. Yeah, where everyone's hating each other and mad at each other all the time. God, I'm so fucking tired of it. (sighs) That's a beautiful segue to our next card, Sarah Rose. (laughs) Okay, next. (laughs) Next. Three ways I can encourage those around me are blank, blank, and blank. Another thing I love about that masculine energy is the encouragement. It's just beautiful. Yes. Yeah, I think that one of the key ways to uh, encouraging people around you is knowing their love language so that you can encourage them in a way that they are going to receive. And so, you know, if it's gift giving, if it's acts of service, if it's um, uh, physical touch, whatever it is, um, knowing that and encouraging them in that specific way. That's so good. That was so good. Knowing how people love to be loved. Yes. Love it. Uh, three ways I can encourage those around me are um, well, I really love words of affirmation, and it's something that I can just put my, like, make it a game for me almost, like, really just put my attention on it and keep on doing it. And it really just makes, um, the words, the words of encouragement, um, really just make a huge impact. And if I'm doing it to people outside of me, I'm getting the added benefit that I'm telling myself that too. Uh, I can shine another way. Oh my gosh. I can shine in my brilliance. I can shine in my brilliance unapologetically, uh, and be what I'm here to be, who I'm here to be, how I'm here to be. And just let that brilliance radiate. And one more. Uh, yeah, I can I can uh, create connection with them. Yeah, to have mo- like moments where they feel special. Yes, we all want that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I am going to uh, head out and go do some sex magic to complete my uh, ritual. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I'll see you next time, Aaron Hickok. Bye, Sarah Rose. And that is sex and Sarah Rose.
Hey, it's Sarah again. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes for everything we discussed in this episode. And you can also find out about how you can work with me. Until next time, lovers. Down tonight.